Welcome to day 14 of the Critics Not Cynics 31 Days of Horror Spectacular. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a movie I didn't really think I was actually going to be talking about um, for the month of October. It was kind of a movie that I had avoided for a while. I'd seen it on Netflix and kind of the trailers or images I'd seen of it, I wasn't like too overly into it didn't seem like one that was going to really catch my interest i didn't really like the the look of the ghosts um but recently uh when i was on netflix i saw that a sequel had been made and um i kind of saw the images for that one and i was like okay well they made a sequel to it so i guess maybe there's a little bit more to this movie than what i originally thought so i thought maybe it's worth a shot and the first one is on prime i'm not sure if this first one is still on netflix but it definitely is on amazon prime and its sequel is on netflix so if you don't mind jumping back and forth you can access uh, them that way but uh it's the movie is um called a haunting at silver falls and it was made in 2013 and the basic premise of it is a small town is haunted by the twin daughters of a wrongfully convicted man young jordan is sent down the path to who the real killer is only to find the killer is very close to her and i think um that's a very good synopsis for it. it doesn't tell you everything it doesn't give you all of the pieces uh, so that you can easily figure this movie out. And the best way I can really describe this movie is as a um, a ghost story. I mean, this is truly like a ghost story at its heart with thriller elements to it. So it's not necessarily particularly scary. Um, and there's some things that they do effects-wise that I'm not really a fan of in horror films because I don't understand the purpose of it. Um, and that being kind of like the fast shaky head movements that are like really sped up and so that they look kind of crazy. Um, now I kind of can tolerate it when it's internal, like when I can tell that it's a character feeling about it themselves, like whatever's going on in their mind, it's kind of driving them insane. And so you're kind of getting a glimpse at their, their mental state. But, um, you know, this it happens in this one a little bit, and it, it's tolerable. You know, I, I can deal with it. But uh, this was directed by Brett Donahue and written by Cam Cannon and Rachel Long. And I think what really kind of helps make this movie succeed is the cast. Um, you have Jordan, who's played by Alex Elizabeth uh, Gitter, and then Larry, played by James Cavlo. Um, the aunt Annie Sanders or Ann Sanders is played by Tara Westwood and the uncle Kevin Sanders is played by Steve Bakic or yeah, I'm assuming that's right. Uh, apologies to that actor if I get his name wrong. And, uh, the, this is very much a ghost story at its heart. You have Jordan who is, kind of a transplant she has moved from la to oregon uh to like the town of silver falls uh or that might not necessarily be the name of the town but that area 
and it's more rustic, more kind of country. It's actually very beautiful scenery, and that was one of the things I really liked about the movie. Um, overall, I was very impressed with this. For being a movie that I kind of had wanted to stay away from because I didn't think that it looked that good uh, based on kind of the images I had seen, I was very impressed with how it dragged me in. It really kind of wrapped me into the story. And uh, I like... I like the character of Larry because he's the character that I can identify with. He's kind of the shy, bookworm, nerdy type guy. And, like, his relationship with Jordan, like, he doesn't believe that he's kind of her type and that, you know, he's too much of the nice guy. And, in fact, like, when he's dealing with Robbie, who's doing anything and everything to kind of steal Jordan away from him by being the, you know, jock type guy, the son of the sheriff and everything... Uh, you know, he does try to stand up to him at one point in the cafeteria and kind of gets his ass handed to him. But uh, it's he, he's he's a very adorable character and he's definitely one that I, I can see some of myself in. And that really helps, as I've said in the past, uh, helps me out in kind of latching onto a movie or uh, really kind of getting drawn into the world of it. So the movie kind of opens up. Jordan has moved to this, you know, new home with her aunt and uncle. Her father has passed away. Her mother died uh, a few years ago um, due to, like, suicide because of mental illness. And her and Larry kind of go out uh, to a party. And, of course, the cops show up. And um, Larry has some drugs that he purchased to kind of impress her being an L.A. girl and everything uh, and that she didn't really want to take. And she kind of goes off her own way. He goes off his own way. And she finds a, a ring out there and puts it on. Now, as the movie develops, she can't remove the ring, and the ring allows her to see one of the uh, twins that were murdered uh, years ago. And... So she starts kind of having dreams. Uh, she sees the girl and she learns more about the history uh, about the, the twins, the doll twins, and what happened to them that their father had murdered them. And he's on death row and his, and his um, execution's coming up. And um, the aunt and uncle who have not had any kids are doing their best to kind of adapt. Um, and be loving parents towards Jordan and trying to help her out. And there's a lot of moving pieces to this movie. And, and one thing that they do kind of cleverly is uh, the twist that you get near the end of the film is not really telegraphed. Now, there are some things there that are like, okay, that seems suspicious, but they do enough to hide it that you don't kind of see it coming from the get-go. And I really like that. And you, they really make you have Jordan uh, or question Jordan's uh, sanity. There, there's some really good moments. Um, and in fact, Eric Avari plays Larry's dad. And um, Eric Avari is a very known character actor. Uh, you've seen him in Stargate. Uh, he was in Flight of the Dead. He's been in a bunch of different stuff. Uh, he might have even been in 24. But you, you would know him when you see him. He's very much an identifiable person. You've seen him in a ton of different bit roles and different movies and shows. 
and uh, he's he's a psychiatrist, and he ends up kind of uh, being Jordan uh, Jordan's psychiatrist because everyone starts being worried that there's this kind of thing about Silver Falls that the story of the Doll Twins, like it, it's kind of got. I want to say like a a Freddy Krueger effect because kind of one of the things about Freddy Krueger, like why he was able to kind of keep surviving was people knew about him. People would talk about him and that would keep his spirit alive. And uh, the only way to kind of get rid of him was to kind of destroy the idea of him. Uh, And that's primarily like kind of looking at the Freddy versus Jason movie. Um, But that's kind of the concept here as well, that uh, these girls in the past they would kind of hear the story about the doll twins and then it would be like kind of psychosomatic that they would end up creating the delusions themselves and seeing the the twins and then it would eventually lead to suicide so everyone's trying to look out for jordan and make sure that she doesn't hurt herself and yet during this time the the ghosts are actually leading Jordan to the identity of the true killer. And I I think that's what I like about it. It's like, it's very much a ghost story. It's not just a straight up horror. Like, okay, we've got our characters, they're partying, they're having fun, they're doing whatever. And then we've got the slasher introduced. And then the slasher goes around and starts knocking them off one by one. No, this is definitely a journey. You're going on this journey with Jordan and you're discovering the facts together at the same time. And the the one thing that really carries this movie is her performance. I think um, if, I, if I talk about the sequel, that's one thing that I, I will bring up is the fact that they have a different actress playing the character of Jordan. And that's something that hurts that sequel because uh, Alex Elizabeth uh, Gitter is really good in this role. She's very believable. Um, you you feel for her. You understand kind of her pain and trauma. And even though you question her sanity, um, you know that she's not doing this just because she wants to or that she's, uh, you know, truly crazy. Like, she she doesn't want to go the way of her mom. She misses her father. She She's in a new area. She's got a boyfriend, but the uh, but Larry's, like, doing everything he can to protect her and, and doing so ends up betraying her, but not because it was malicious or anything like that, but just because he cares about her so much. And their relationship is core to this movie, and it's a very very well done relationship uh it's very well written it's very well acted it's very believable um so i can understand why people wouldn't like this one because of its kind of slow burn but when you take into the kind of context that this is a a ghost thriller type movie it plays out like most of those movies do they're very slow slow burn they they establish the characters they establish the the background they establish the ghosts they establish the city the town um and and then they allow the character to discover these facts and that's what then leads to the climax and i think this is a very interesting climax it's kind of got something that you don't see coming and uh can see it really having an effect on jordan and when she learns this revelation, it's really 
really disturbing to her and it's actually disturbing for the audience especially when you're seeing it through one lens and then you realize your perspective has completely been skewed um the ghosts still don't like look that great uh but they are good enough and i do like the fact that the the ghosts are actually played by two twins uh nikita ramsey and jade ramsey um so i really do like that that they you know didn't just try to hide it under makeup um and it really kind of you know helps lean to the credence of of the movie um and, and them being really real twins real sisters so i really really appreciate that um the uncle and aunt's relationship is really kind of odd uh, especially when and I, I gotta understand like these are are people who uh don't have kids have never raised kids and then all of a sudden they realize or they're taking care of their niece and like there's one moment where uh ann and kevin are kind of getting ready to to get it on and uh jordan kind of like walks in on them and it's like oh ooh, ooh, and everyone's kind of freaking out and um trying to not uh you know make it awkward but it ends up being more awkward than it actually should be so uh it's really interesting and then it gets really weird at a at a point um later on in the film you might notice that like kevin gets a little too touchy-feely with jordan and that's kind of odd um but I, I just, I really liked it. I was really surprised. And that's one thing I really like when I discover movies or I watch movies that I'm like, nah, I might give that a little bit of a, a wide berth, but at some point actually visit it. And um, it was one where I was present, uh, pleasantly surprised. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked, again, the narrative. I liked the story. I liked the characters. Uh, I liked the setting. Um, I kind of liked that that feel out in the woods and, and, um, I liked it cause it was very mysterious and I, I love mysteries. Um, so when that mystery is in there and that mystery is core to the story, I, I really like it cause I'm like, I'm trying to figure it uh, figure it out along with the characters. And, um, so I, I really appreciated this movie and I immediately went after finishing it to the sequel and the sequel was made just this year uh and we we might talk about it uh later on in in the month uh, we may not but the sequel was fine it wasn't as good it wasn't as interesting it went more towards the ghost and horror aspect than the first movie did and i think that that was such a kind of turn that i don't think it needed it was interesting and i liked what they did with it but um I, I didn't think it needed to go there. And again, like having the lead actress, uh, you know, being a different or be the main character being played by a different actress. It was one where they didn't try or they might have tried, but they didn't get someone that even kind of remotely looked similar uh, to Alex. Uh, she is brunette and kind of petite and tiny. And they got someone who's kind of um you know, is blonde and, um, and just doesn't really kind of fit how Alex looked as Jordan. So I, and that's 
not meant to be a negative. It's just that it's it's kind of a hard um, time kind of suspending that disbelief or having that disconnect, knowing that it's the same character, but they look vastly different from each other. And so it was hard to kind of get over that, but it helped having Larry being played by the same actor that kind of bridged that gap a little bit. But yeah, they, they, they kind of took it in a different direction that i'm not sure it needed to go i understood why they did it they did kind of create some outrageous things about it um so uh i would say if you if you watch this one if you watch a haunting uh, at silver falls i would say go ahead and watch a haunting at silver falls to return um just because it is a continuation of the story it's five years later uh, which is about the length of time between the release dates. And uh, it is interesting to see where Jordan is at her, in her life at this point, um, now being removed after the events of the first one, and and seeing a different exploration of the story a little bit. But I would definitely, at least for sure, recommend you watch the the first one. Uh, check it out. Give it Give it a shot. It may not blow you away, but I think it's it's really interesting. It's really cool. And again, the character work is what like really drives this. That and the story and the in the central mystery to the movie about who killed these two uh twins or these twins. And why are they using Jordan? What's this connection with the ring? Why is their father sitting on death row if he didn't commit the murders? So uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, there were some issues with it. Again, kind of like how the ghost looked. I didn't like the kind of also like the spastic movements, uh, you know, the, the sped up like head shakes and arm shakes. So uh, that's stuff that kind of takes me out of it a little bit, especially, I mean, I know it was kind of mainly in like dream sequences, so I, I shouldn't have an issue with it, but I think it's just kind of a trope that's overdone and uh, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't, like, freak me out. It doesn't make me go, what the heck's going on? Uh, it's just something that you see it in most modern horror films nowadays, but uh, check it out. It's streaming on Amazon Prime for free, and we will talk to you guys on day 15. <laughs>